Hey everyone and welcome back to episode two of the Counseling Conversations podcast. I'm glad to be here with you today as we talk about some of the warning signs that some people may experience when they are struggling with their mental health. Before we go ahead, if you are enjoying my content, please do help me out by following me on Spotify and also on Instagram. If you have any comments or questions, I would love to hear it. Please feel free to get in touch and contact me directly on Instagram or on my website. You will find my Instagram handle and my website information on the summary page on this podcast. Also, in case you are wondering about how often these episodes will be released, my aim is to create one episode a week that will last 15 minutes or less. You should find this being released on Spotify towards the end of each week. So let's jump right in now and speak about the warning signs of someone experiencing a mental health difficulty or mental health illness. Firstly, it is important to establish that mental health illnesses are health conditions that are often causing distress or problems for an individual when functioning in their social or family or work activities. Have you ever noticed or wondered about a loved one or a friend's change in mood or behavior? For example, if they normally seem to be active and talkative, but now spend a lot of time on their own or isolating from others. It could be a sign that they are struggling mentally. Sometimes we can even notice a change in ourselves when we are mentally struggling and we are worn out. So what are some of the warning signs of mental health distress? So some include feeling very sad, withdrawn or unmotivated, having a sense of overwhelming fear with a racing heart can also be a sign having severe mood swings, having an excessive use of drugs, alcohol, or any other substance to avoid having to face reality, drastic changes in hygiene or sleeping, significant difficulties in concentrating or staying still, also intense worries impacting on daily activities, and even an increased sensitivity to sights, sounds, loud sounds, smells or touch can be a sign uh, that someone is struggling. Also avoidance of overstimulating situations and sometimes also planning to harm or kill oneself can be a sign that someone is really going through a tough time. Also out of control behaviors or risk taking behaviors and also sudden bodily changes such as weight gain or weight loss or a loss of appetite. It is important to note that one or two of these symptoms in isolation cannot predict a mental health illness. But if a person is experiencing several of these symptoms at one time and the signs are causing serious problems in their ability to work, study or relate to others, they may need to consider an evaluation from a mental health professional. Sometimes these signs may often go unnoticed to the general public, right? Because the signs are not spoken about and sometimes they are even seen as culturally appropriate, such as substance use, even sleep deprivation in a busy working society and other more culturally acceptable behaviors. 
the individual may also be able to hide these difficulties well, intentionally or unintentionally. The statistics have shown that in Australia, one in five people will experience symptoms of mental health illness in any given year, and that approximately 60% of these people will not seek help. On a more personal level, several years ago when I was experiencing and struggling with PTSD, I found that sounds that would not have even gotten my attention in the past became very overwhelming to the point where I had to abruptly leave certain restaurants that played background music. You can imagine that it was extremely embarrassing from a social point of view, but the music was just too loud for me and it caused anxiety in me. Not for any reason that I could comprehend, but simply because my mind was undergoing what I would call an attack of a mental health difficulty. You can also imagine what happened to me several years ago when I entered a theme park when I was going through a tough time. I had always been a theme park kind of person. Loved the crowds, the sights, the smells of popcorn and lollies and hearing different kinds of music. I thought I would have an amazing time, but instead, I ended up feeling very panicky seeing people around me, and I felt overwhelmed by the colourful sights and smells. I didn't want to have to leave, but there was no way I could tolerate it for that time. I can also identify with having a racing heart because of the fear that would take over at certain times of the day, whether it was at the beginning of the day before I had even gotten out of bed, or whether it was when driving a car on the freeway, or whether it was in the middle of the night. Hearing new information and learning new information was also hard. It was hard to take in new information. And you know how sometimes when you read something on a page several times because your mind is not absorbing the information and it can be frustrating? Well, it felt like that, but it happened and it went on for several months. I knew that something was not right, but it was out of my control to fix. It was very difficult to take in what I normally would have processed in a split second. I would be saying something at times and my mind would completely blank. And also, mental maths was off the table. I'm glad to say that all this became less and less frequent and more manageable over time. And now these struggles are no longer things that I experience. I can now go back to theme parks, be in crowded spaces, and learn and retain new information. But it took time and a process to be free from these struggles and to feel comfortable again in certain environments. Everyone's experience is unique, and if you'd like to learn more about others and their journeys in mental health, the Black Dog Institute is a medical research institute in Australia where you can find personal stories of individuals with lived experiences on their website. So how can we help someone who is struggling mentally? Well, it's important to listen to someone's story without judgment and without interrupting them. See if you can put yourself in the shoes of the person and hear where the person is coming from and what that would feel like. Sometimes the worst thing that can be done is to try and change the person's story, to try and fix them or to give them your straight up opinion when they are sharing their personal struggles with you. 
it's important to let them know instead that you are available and you are there for them. If you are going to say this, um, be real about it and be prepared to support them should they reach out to you during the week. Ask them if they'd like any help from you and ask them what might be helpful for them that you could do. Let them tell you what is going to work for them. Often people want to be heard by someone that they trust and you being there or a call away is most important for someone who is struggling. You can say something like, I am here for you, I am not going anywhere. I care about what is happening to you and what is happening for you and I care about you. Try and see if you can be respectful of their confidentiality. If someone is personally struggling with something and has told you about it, it is unlikely that they would feel ready for many other people at the same time to know about it. Being a trustworthy person and keeping information in confidence can go a long way in contributing to the individual's recovery. You can also suggest information or resources that you think might be useful and encourage them to seek professional help. There are many free resources available also, over the phone, in person or online, and sometimes all it takes is just one safe and trusted person who is willing to care, to be present, that can save a life. So to summarize what we have been talking about today, mental health difficulties can happen to any human being, including ourselves and our loved ones. We can also help our loved ones who might be struggling by listening to their stories without judgment and reminding them that we care. So that concludes this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, my friends, and until next time, may you have peace, empowerment, and experience joyful living.